I'm Audrey, and I'm so glad you're here listening to the podcast, It's Too Wonderful. This show is inspired by Psalm 139, when David writes how God has searched him and knows him fully, and that this knowledge of himself is too wonderful for him to know. We can't even know ourselves, let alone the maker of the universe and the savior of our souls. I am fascinated by this reality, so naturally I started a podcast about it. My hope is that what you hear on this show inspires you to go and have similar conversations in your own life with people that you love and to spend more time with Jesus, who loves you the most. If you could leave a rating and review after listening, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Get it? Um, anyways, <laughs> the reviews are how my podcast grows on these platforms in order to reach more people and do the most good. So I literally can't do it without you guys. You can also keep up with the podcast on Instagram at It's Too Wonderful Pod. On this episode, our guest is Abby Scalisi. I wanted to bring Abby on the podcast to talk about our experience together in Israel last year and how one year later now, it continues to shape our faith and relationship with Jesus. It's easy to see Jesus in everything when you're in Israel, um, or in the Holy Lands in general, but how do we translate that back to life here in 21st century America? Let's do this Let's thing. Do it. <laughs> Abby, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I'm so excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm That's so okay. Excited. That's okay. In my podcasting class, we talked about how usually the first 10, 20 minutes, you're a little bit like, ring, ring, ring. and then you kind of relax. Right. And it's fine. I'm probably going to just keep talking. Well, and it'll be <laughs> faster for you because, I mean, you're, you're like a musical theater girl. True. You're used to being in a mic. <laughs> right, sure. I don't mean, you have a really good impression of something? I don't remember what it is, but I'm pretty sure you do. Have you ever seen Boss Baby 2? No. No. Oh, but I'm sure some people who get, are listening have. No, then you're not going to no, get No, do it anyways. <laughs> it's like the little creepy doll. Okay. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I like pony. <laughs> <laughs> That's she's good. also like, I like your pajamas. <laughs> I'm literally <crying. laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I love you. We think it's the funniest thing. That's we wait, literally because you told me the other day we we have to watch Boss Baby. Yes, it's my favorite movie. Okay, I love it. We'll do that. <laughs> um, okay, Miss Boss Baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> got you. Okay, no, you're not. Your name is not Boss Baby. Your name is Abby Scalici. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Question I like to start everyone off with: What are you looking forward to about today? We have our little delight team celebration oh. tonight, which is so fun because we had our last delight last night, but it's just like so. our last time as a team together yeah. and we're just going to celebrate and eat dinner and go mm. to one of our leaders' houses today. So, so I'm fun. excited about that. Yeah. So delight is a college ministry. It was actually started at Belmont mm-hmm. by... Oh my gosh, Mac, Mac and Ken's. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like an all-women's ministry, and Abby is, oh gosh, what's your title again? I forget. The events coordinator. Yes, oh so yeah, you just make little fun events. events together. I remember when we were in Israel, you were like, I'm so nervous for this position <laughs> on Delight, yeah. and now like here we are a year later, I know, and you absolutely killed it. <sighs> And are you doing it next year? <laughs> I am yeah. events again, and I'm I'm really excited. I love doing events. Like last semester, I was service, and it was great and it was awesome. But I was right. getting a little burnt out by mm. it because of 
the constant rejection of like oh. trying to reach out to people and yeah. like not really hearing anything and i just have to deal with so much rejection in my major yeah that i literally at the end of the semester was like i'm sorry i can't do this anymore <laughs> But True. it all was God ordained because then we had a girl interview to be a part of the team and she was perfect for service. Mm. And I was like, this is actually really crazy because we all felt like the Lord was calling her to be a part of the team. But we were like, what should she be? And I was like, here, she can take service because yeah. that was the first time I like voiced being burnt out by it because I was just going to do it again. Mm. But then we we're like, she's awesome. But like, what should we where should we put her? And I was like please put her on service. She Dang. seems more called for it than I am. Wow. And I would love to do events. So yeah. it all worked out and yeah. the Lord has bigger plans than ours. So True. it was really perfect timing and yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, he always does. Okay. So we met, it's a really funny story of how, <laughs> not funny, but cool actually of how we met. So the first time we met, we were in the airport. No, the first time we met was freshman year i was literally was thinking about this this morning Wait, do you remember when emma had that white bison bible study freshman year yes and i think you came a little bit at the end and oh i literally gosh. remember because i, I texted you that. because you had all these awesome encouraging words Aww. to say and i was like who is this girl <laughs> i literally love her Stop. and i just remember texting you and being like the words that you were saying to our one friend who was really struggling. Oh, and yeah. I was like, you were just so encouraging. And Aww. I, cause then you were also talking about how you get nervous about encouraging people. Yeah. And so I texted you and I was like, just so you know, I hope you have confidence in everything <laughs> that you ever say because Aww. you bring so much wisdom. And then that was like the only time we ever interacted until the until airport. The airport. So we didn't know each other before we went to Israel, which is just like, absolutely insane we had a mutual friend who is in delight and she, we were both going on the trip but we didn't know each other and our mutual friend was like you guys should be roommates <laughs> and we were like sure okay i mean i guess we had met in that bible study freshman year but we haven't <laughs> super talked since then right it'd been like a year and then we become literally so close and i remember <laughs> at one point on the trip everyone's like no y'all have been best friends for no, so long literally. and we we're like no we just met <laughs> nobody I know. I remember people being like, oh, have you guys been friends for years? We're like, no, we literally met four days ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's just always so cool when God yeah. works through friendships. And now here we are. A year later. We've been talking about Israel. And I mean, I'll, I'd have Abby on the podcast no matter what. But <laughs> I did want to bring you on to talk about our experience because I don't know. I feel like whenever I bring it up, people are like, oh my gosh, no way you did that. And even right. to me, it seems kind of crazy. I remember when we got back, you were like, I feel like I just can't, it's like hard to talk about it. I just, I just didn't want to seem bragging almost, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause I just didn't want to be like, I just had the most awesome experience <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like, but I mean, it's true. It literally was one of the best times of my life. And mm. I want to go back, but I just feel weird saying that to people out of the blue, just being like, do you want to hear about the best time of my life? Well, Let you can you. say it to this microphone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Off the top of your head, do you have a favorite memory? One thing that comes to mind for sure is when we got baptized. Yeah. In the Jordan <laughs> River. And you know, that was kind of like a thing that I was like going back and forth mm -hmm. about was mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Oh, should I get baptized? Because yeah. I was baptized when I was eight. Like I was saved mm -hmm. when I was six. Mm -hmm. I grew up like in a Christian home and I was really fortunate in that way to have parents that supported my faith journey and yeah. raised me up in a home like that. And 
so I gave my life when I was six and then I was baptized when I was eight but like I literally remember I don't even remember being baptized I only Uh, remember watching a video of it oh so it's like it just wasn't the same like experience that I feel like it should be like baptism is like a public declaration Mm -hmm. of your faith and Mm -hmm. like I believe in Jesus Christ and I'm going to let everybody know I believed he has washed me clean. Like I'm going to go through that physical, like just like Jesus did when he was baptized, Mm. like the Lord was saying, this is my son who I have loved. And he was setting him up for his ministry for the next three years. So it's like, that's what baptism is, is declaring, you know, like Jesus is Lord. I'm now going to go onto my Mm. journey, like with the Lord Mm. and I just had no memory of that all throughout high school. My faith was super stagnant Mm -hmm. and like I experienced so much heartbreak in January of 2019. And that's when I was just like, I cannot be living this way anymore. I have just been living in so much shame and guilt and like my heart is just always hurting. And I'm like, I know Jesus because I would go to church on Sundays, but I didn't know him or have a relationship with him. And so... That was like the moment for me that I was like, okay, I need to change my life. Like I, I know that God changes your life and it makes, he makes your life so different and so much better when you're following his ways, but I'm not doing that. So it was time for me to really step up to the plate and live out what I believed and claimed, you know, cause I was claiming I was a follower of Jesus, but I was not living that way at all. So I started to get into the word and like, really like actually dedicated my life and to this Christ was like again. the end of high school yeah, yeah this was like in the middle of my junior year of high school 2019 was just a really rough year for me I like fell into a lot of anxiety and so much like I just was not doing well <laughs> in 2019 I fell into like depression and I was going to counseling and taking like medicine and supplements for it because I was just like not doing well but at the same time like the Lord was like completely like changing my life wow in this moment of like, I'm at rock bottom and there's literally nowhere else for me to go. And I was losing like friendships and all the stuff. Like I was just like getting stripped of everything. And then like mm-hmm. 2020, I literally remember like Christmas break. Sorry. No, I'm go for it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I literally remember like 2019 into 2020, like Christmas break of senior year, just like laying in my bed for a week and not talking to anybody. And that was like the moment that I was like, literally like, restarting and like starting Mm. anew and then I like came back to school in 2020 Mm. as like new (laughs) I literally was new it took you lying in your bed for a week (laughs) (laughs) literally no literally though but it was like pondering like with the Lord and like Mm. not talking to anybody and just like reflecting on my life and being like Lord like I can't live this way and Mm. that all throughout 2019 was like me getting to that moment of like not speaking to anyone for a week and like like literally just laying in my bed and Like, it was all building up to that moment Mm. all of 2019. Like, it took so much time, but it was, like, then 2020, like, the Lord changed me and made me new. And then we went into the pandemic, and I had even more time to, like, focus on the Lord and be, like, how do I really want to live my life? And I'm going to college. Like, Mm. I'm not going to have the comfort of my home and my parents with me at school. So I was, like, this is my moment. Like, am I really going to follow Christ or am I just going to, like, move away because now I'm not under my parents' roof anymore. Mm, Yeah. College was like, I am all in for Jesus. Like I want to 
live life with him like when he comes back like I want him to take me with him like Mm. all that stuff I chose to be baptized Mm. because this is my public declaration of my faith and how the Lord has changed me the past three years Mm. and I want to go forth from this moment now like continuing to live my life for Jesus and obviously I'm not perfect and I'm falling short every second of the day (laughs) but you know knowing that like I have Jesus in my heart and wanting to live boldly in that way and Mm. that's like what that moment was for me finally like this is what the Lord has done for me and he can do it for you and I'm here if you want to talk about it and like Mm. publicly declaring that and also just like publicly declaring before the Lord like I'm yours like please use me like for your glory and for your kingdom yeah but anyway it was such a cool (laughs) moment like being there in the Jordan River I also feel like there was definitely a lot of hype to it as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. Right. And it's it's hard to like go into it and you have these like, I'm like, well, for me personally, I was like, oh, am I going to have this like really spiritual experience or am right. I going to hear like God speak to me? And honestly, like I went in the water and I came up like, I mean, it's about like you said, it's the public declaration of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't have to like hear God speaking to you while you're getting baptized, like an audible voice in order for it to be like real right. and good. Right. You know, that was definitely a highlight for yeah. me too. It was so um, sweet because that was your first time getting baptized. Yeah. So yeah. Do you want to talk about that <laughs> and how like special that was for you? And yeah, I don't know. I think, well, it was interesting cause I was also like raised in the church and like in a Christian home, but, and I had accepted Jesus into my heart, but there never was like a desire or like never, no one ever really told me like, okay, now you have to get baptized. Like I legit didn't know. And I, I mean, obviously I would know people getting baptized, but I would never have any sort of like feeling in my heart at all that I should like go and do it, which was really interesting looking back. And then when I came to college and I had this like re birth in my faith sort of and I was just like I'm gonna do this for real I'm like you know it's like me and God um I that's when I really started to think about it and I was like okay like I should probably get baptized and it was crazy because it truly did just like line up with that trip like I signed up for the trip and it wasn't until after I signed up for the trip I'm like oh we're probably gonna be going to the Jordan River Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and I've been thinking about getting baptized And then there's just like so much peace. I just remember in that moment feeling so seen and loved by God that my story was like intertwining in this way because my grandma got baptized in the Jordan and so did my dad. So it just felt like a very like full circle, like natural, holy moment. Um, Yeah. And it was just so cool. I think another one of my favorite memories, and I think you think this too. I mean, we <laughs> talked about it is the amount of Beatitudes. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I love like bodies of water. And so do you. Like, you grew up in Florida. I grew up in Southern California. Right. We're like beach girlies. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sea of Galilee, we were both like, oh, like when we opened our hotel room door and we literally had a view of the Sea of Galilee. Wait, do you remember after we got baptized? This is also another favorite memory of mine. When I was like, let's shout to the rooftops. Oh, yeah. And you were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like, should we? And I was like, yes, let's do it. What did we shout? I literally was thinking, um, weren't we just like, I love Jesus? It was like, I love Jesus like or that. Jesus loves me or something like that like we were on our balcony was it 
the hotel where we had a balcony to the sea yeah so we were like shouting like over the sea (laughs) yeah you were like come on we have to (laughs) it was just like that was also when i lost my pants oh (gasps) oh my gosh i literally remember that like the first night (laughs) and that was like one of my first experiences with you is like your pants okay (laughs) i got these pants from old navy this is such a funny trail i got these pants from old navy for the trip because they were like brown like athletic material and i was really worried about like my outfits and i was like it's gonna be great right and so i washed them but they had to be air dried so i washed them in the sink because we didn't have like a washer and i hung them over the balcony and we went to dinner and i came back and the pants are gone (laughs) and i literally had only worn them on the airplane and i was devastated because at that point i had also lost my hydro flask which (gasps) the lord was really like oh on the going to the airport was they like you can't take this yeah because i forgot to empty it (laughs) um but yeah the lord was really like no possessions okay that's dramatic but (laughs) that's kind of what it felt like anyways we're on the mountain beatitudes (laughs) we're looking over the sea of galilee and abby and i are both like this is a moment like because we got the trip was very like back to back to back to back which Mm -hmm. is one thing that was like hard because we felt like there wasn't a lot of time to like process things and I'm still processing but when we were on the Mount Beatitudes and we're just sitting there it's like you're overlooking the Sea of Galilee there's they built a church up there and there's flowers and everything and we just like sat on a little bench and like journaled it was just like I felt like so much peace like I don't even know how to describe it it was just I just remember for me like being inside of the church of beatitudes Mm. too and just like sitting on a bench inside the church and you would like look up at the ceiling and all the beatitudes were like written in a circle because it was like how would you describe like a dome yes so it was like obviously like like a a circle yeah it was like a dome so like encircling the dome were like all the beatitudes like written out and I just remember like sitting there and the Lord just like prompting me to journal and all I felt was like gratitude Mm -hmm. like of just like and I was like reading through like Matthew 5 and um and I just remember like all I could think to myself was blessed am I because he calls me his like Mm -hmm. because like if you read like for anyone that doesn't know like what the Beatitudes are it's Matthew 5 three through 12 and it's like blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted and blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth and it goes all the way through rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven and for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you so there's just so much like there's so much great stuff in that of like being blessed because not because of who we are because verse 11 says because of me like because of jesus and who he is it's nothing that we have done but everything that he did for us on the cross and I just felt so much gratitude because it's like I will never measure up to what Jesus did on the cross and I will never measure up to like earn my place in heaven or anything but it's like we're not called to earn anything we're called to believe and accept the gift that God has given us the gift of grace that he has given us and Uh, like being in that moment made me remember that and just made me feel so much gratitude and Mm. also like you're saying like seeing the beauty of the flowers and the sea and Mm. the trees and everything like just seeing that and being able to be grateful for being there in that moment right then and there because like you were saying like 
there wasn't a lot of time to process yeah. it was just kind of like go explore you have 10 minutes yeah <laughs> you're like at the pool where jesus like healed the blind man and you're like cool you're like, okay go take a look and get back on the bus <laughs> yeah. and you're like um okay 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 like so I feel like I went in with so many expectations mm. of like, I'm going to have all these spiritual revelations and all yeah. this stuff. And I, of course, had so many great moments. And I'm sure you can mm -hmm. attest to the same thing. But I didn't have those moments until I like let those expectations go. Wow. So yeah. I was like, okay, like I literally remember I was like reading my journal too <laughs> to like re remember and refresh yeah. and everything. And I wrote like, on the like today was the third day the mount of beatitudes was like our third day there oh and gosh. our first two days i was kind of like a little disappointed of like okay where are all these awesome moments that i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. have with you god like yeah. i thought that's what this whole trip was gonna be so i prayed that morning like lord like release me of expectations like mm. help me to be present with you and like from then from that point on it was just like the lord was speaking to me and I was able to have those moments because I released those expectations and mm. just like trusted in the Lord. And yeah, I wasn't like prophesizing and like yeah. all, these, <laughs> all this stuff, but like I was able to be more present in the moment and like listen to the Lord and have those moments of gratitude and reflection and everything. so good like letting go of expectations is when you are able to like be present in the moment I feel like right. that's like so true for anything but mm -hmm. it's just like heightened when you're in the holy land no exactly yeah yeah, yeah. oh my gosh I remember I think for me when we were up there I just was like overwhelmed with a sense of like I don't know if I've ever felt that peaceful yeah like in my soul like it literally i don't know if you like felt like this but it felt like we were like glowing like no <laughs> well remember that photo we took yeah. we were glowing <laughs> the selfie the selfie we the sun was shining our yeah. skin was perfect we were like we were literally glowing we were like soft smiles oh, um, I literally remember the soft smile. <laughs> maybe we'll put that on our instagram so people can see what we're talking about but um yeah i just remember too when we were up there and like there are all these other tour groups and of such different walks like there are people singing songs that I knew the melody like I knew the worship song but they were singing it in like a different yeah. language you know or there yeah. was like I, I think there was like a a tour guide doing like sign language or there was just all these different languages and everyone was like praising Jesus but just mm -hmm. like in their own unique ways and I remember also being like okay this is so much bigger than me yeah like so much bigger than Belmont, so much bigger than America, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, it was just crazy when you, we were there, all these different sites and like seeing like every walk of life all coming to like praise the same God. Right. It was oh. just like, yeah, insane. I felt the same. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I think another important point, just like about the trip in general and our tour guide, Rafi, king said this i miss him he was so cool <laughs> he was so funny uh, but i don't remember the exact thing that he said and maybe you do but he would always say like it's not about like the actual like whether or not this was like the actual spot where like so and so happened it's about like the person who like walked in this land right. do you remember when he was talking right. about that yeah what? i i think i know what you're talking about like because the holy land is so special not only for christians but 
for those that practice Judaism mm-hmm. and Islam because yeah. it's like all of these places are so important to their faith too. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you believe Jesus is the Messiah, like it's still awesome to like, if you're Jewish or if you're a Muslim, like mm-hmm. you believe in Jesus as the prophet and mm-hmm. to be able to like see these places that he walked like, yeah. and for us, like, this is our savior. Like yeah. he walked here. Like this is where he was crucified. Like this is where they believed he was buried. Like whether or not it's like the exact place mm. or not doesn't really matter, but it's like reflecting and remembering that like these things happened mm. and it's just, and it's so beautiful to see the history of like everything too. Cause we would go, where did we go? That was like, we saw where like the tribes, the 12 tribes were like tell Dan, I keep saying Dan. Um, I don't even know what that is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the, like, names of things, like, blend together in my head with a picture of it. But what did it look like? Do you remember? It was, like, like the stone walls. And remember, there's, like, a throne, like, a stone throne. You could, like, sit in, like, Oh, it was, like, yes. Outside. And we, like, went in that little pond. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was cool. Yeah. That so, was, like, like way up just north. getting to see, yeah. like, the history of that, because mm-hmm. that's so important to Jewish histri- history yeah, as well. Yeah, all the tribes, yeah. So, like, no matter whether or not you actually believe this stuff happened mm-hmm. like it's it's just so cool to yeah. get to be in these beautiful places yeah. and these ruins like uh it's just so cool like even when we went to Greece like mm. obviously like you and I don't believe in Greek mythology yeah. but it was so cool to see like the Parthenon and to get to go to that museum like right. it's just fascinating to it's, learn all these things yes. and see them like yeah it's just cuz i mean we live in a place that's so new you know like uh, sometimes i forget like how recent everything is in america like i was talking with my friend yesterday about just like cal i don't even know what it was just about california and i'm like that i mean the gold rush happened what oh gosh i'm gonna (laughs) expose myself like the 18 early 1800s that's not even 200 years old like california isn't even 200 years old and we're in a place where like it's thousands Mm -hmm. of years of history and you can just like feel it and there's nothing like that it's just so cool I remember when we were on the trip a lot of people would have questions of like oh so is this the place where like this and this and this happened in the bible and Rafi would always be like well we can't there was only a few places where we like knew for sure for the most part it's like you can't know for sure that like this actually happened in this exact spot where you're standing but i think there was a lot of like purpose and i don't know presence in the fact that like this is what it would have looked like Mm -hmm. or like we're close to that place or we're in israel at the end of the day you know like um the cave the shepherd's field Mm -hmm. where we went and we saw that cave that would have looked like the one jesus would have been born in Mm -hmm. that was so cool. oh my gosh that was one of my favorite moments yeah i can't even believe i forgot about that like learning that jesus was born in a cave yeah i was like not a not a um farm house yeah. or what a barn not a barn yeah yeah <laughs> or yeah. like i guess i just i mean it's just like the americanized version i mm. guess of like they're in a little town and they go in almost like a little motel like yeah, that's yeah. just like what i always pictured <laughs> and like but why did I think that way? Because it was literally 2000 years ago. Like, yeah. I don't think they were going to a little motel. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was crazy because we had a tour guide when we were in Palestine there. And he brought us in this um, cave. 
and there was no one in there because it wasn't like the cave that they had designated where Jesus would have been born, but it looked, he's like, this is probably similar to what it would have looked like. And we're in there and we all sat on the stone floor and he told us the nativity story, mm-hmm. but from a, like a historically accurate, like historically and culturally accurate perspective and we all like everyone on the trip i think can attest like that was one of their favorite parts because we all just left like mind blown because he talked about like different words in the bible that were like misinterpreted and Mm -hmm. mistranslated and i actually have a whole story about this on my instagram like i I remember working really hard on that so if you want to go learn more you can look at my story or also just like look it up yeah um but yeah it was crazy because like all these things that we just accepted as like oh this is how it happened he was like no like you know and just like jesus was born in a cave and like in a stone trough and was wrapped in the cloth that is used for like sacrificial lambs Mm -hmm. just like yeah easily like refuting what we'd believe by being like bethlehem is literally a woodless city yeah like there there's no wouldn't have been a barn yeah and i was like oh my gosh like you're right yeah or will sheep eat wood right so he was like why would they make a trough that the sheep would eat exactly the exactly because yeah. then it was like <laughs> it's kind of going into uh, i'm not gonna say this stuff right now <laughs> just like how like the stone like they would lick like no but we can get that <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to talk about that that's funny oh my gosh anyways okay yeah so we went to like i mean we could talk about we could have a whole i say this every episode but we could have a whole series on this right topic but i think just like in general what about the trip was different than you expected well kind of like what we were talking about before like i was like oh my gosh like i'm going to all of these places that jesus walked like i'm gonna i'm gonna have all these awesome moments and i did but like we were saying before like it was once i released my expectations Mm -hmm. i like i was able to be present with the lord Um, I think something that was good, though, that like beat our expectations was like in all of our meetings leading up to the trip, they're like, there are going to be so many people, so many people like Mm. you're going to have to wait in line. Like, yeah, because they kind of prepared us for the fact that like it's going to be a little commercialized, like especially when we would get to Jerusalem. Mm. But we are kind of lucky in the fact that like we went two years after the pandemic had started right so it had been like enough time that it was safe to travel because Mm. we all had to be vaccinated and tested and everything so it was like safe for us to travel but still not a lot of people were traveling so like i think specifically of the church of the holy sepulcher like where they believed like jesus was crucified Mm. and buried like Mm. our professors were telling us like the line to go into the tomb is always like four hours like we never get to go so like don't expect to be able to get to experience every part of everything Mm. but when we got there we waited what like 20 25 minutes like and our professors were like wow this is unseen like i'm gonna go in line like i haven't seen it before or like they hadn't seen it like i think one of our professors hadn't gone in years and one of them had never seen it like something like that like so that was an expectation of like I expected that we were going to have to wait a lot mm, and didn't. maybe not have to get to see everything. Yeah. But we, yeah, we didn't, which was so good. And I feel like we had a lot of moments where it was kind of just our group there that we could, we were able to take more time, like, and reflect like as a group or like 
kind of take our space and not feel as rushed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though it still was pretty fast paced, like we were still able to experience everything we wanted to, which Mm. was just awesome. Say there's like somebody going to the Holy Land. Mm. If you could give them like a piece of advice, just like for the trip, what would you tell them? Um... And say it's like somebody like you, like yourself, like what would you tell yourself maybe? Just to like take it all in, like even things like food, like I'm kind of a picky eater, (laughs) which which was like everything to be with you because you're like, let's try it. Like, and I was like, okay, like, yeah, let's try it. Let's try it. I made you try the literal brain of a baby (laughs) cow. But it's kind of gross, but it's good. Like, I was like, yum. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> and falafel. Yeah, yeah. I loved. Yeah. Like, falafel became my new favorite thing. I remember, like, talking to my friends about it and my best friend and my roommate, like, she's like, Abby, what are you going to eat there? Yeah. I was like, You're like I'm going to starve. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I just had to make myself do it and it was actually so good. And now mm. it's, like, some of my favorite food to eat yeah. is, like, falafel and like how do you say like uh from greece it's like is it like euros <laughs> oh that was good yeah i don't know but like yeah it was just so good i just love trying new things but not even just in food like being willing to do things like even when we were so tired like yeah. still going out and like yes. getting to explore yeah like, i loved when we were in jerusalem mm. and we had a lot of free time at night and we got to go to the old city yeah. and um, oh my gosh the wailing wall oh that was so cool that was so cool yeah that was also interesting yeah. i think like also like not being afraid to like embrace the differences of their mm-hmm. culture like that was a big thing and just opening our just, eyes yeah opening different. our eyes and being willing to like have an open mind and an open mm-hmm. heart to like yeah. yeah it's a different life here but like let's learn about it instead yeah. of like closing yourself off yeah. and being willing to learn something new and mm-hmm. that was just so good but wait my mind also <laughs> i'm thinking of the old city remember when we did the sprite challenge oh my gosh <laughs> and peter spit on the <laughs> on the floor of the holy city i was terrified and then didn't someone like start to walk towards us and we're like we're gonna get in trouble we're gonna get kicked out of the old city i mean yeah like we're literally in jerusalem i mean there's like military everywhere (laughs) and i'm just like so on edge because we're in a foreign country and and everyone's like let's do the sprite challenge and i'm just (laughs) like oh my goodness and so our friend peter just like chugged sprite (laughs) and spits it all over the cobblestone streets of jerusalem and i literally like ran i was so scared i was like i'm not going back home to america like i'm just gonna like get caught in jail here right um oh my gosh yeah that was that was that was silly that was so funny oh my gosh but also going back to the wailing wall like yeah it was interesting because it's like separated men and women Mm -hmm. and yeah the women's side is a lot smaller and it was quieter yeah and but that made me think like why Mm. like why because you could hear like all the men on the other side because there's like a divider yeah between the sides so you couldn't even like really see yeah but you could hear like all the men like crying out and wailing out like their prayers Mm. but the women's side was very silent Mm. and I just remember being like why and yeah 
that was like as like it's a little sad to mm. think that like it's that's still being practiced mm. today but also it was so eye-opening to like read about the history mm. of like the different beliefs that they have in Jerusalem yeah. versus like we have in America yeah. you know and again like learning about new cultures and taking advantage of these opportunities and mm. instead of being like upset like why do i have to go to the smaller side and be quiet yeah. like learning why yeah and like yeah understanding that it's just a cultural difference and being grateful mm. that for like the experiences that i have here you know what i mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. yeah that's so good okay i think We've been talking a lot about Israel, which <laughs> is great. And also, I just want to say that, like, we're just a couple of college girlies who just, like, went to the Holy Land. And we are not, like, obviously fully educated right, on right, all right. these things. Like, we don't <laughs> even know the names of some of the places Literally. that we went to. So we're just talking from our own experience. And I just want to, like, very much acknowledge the fact that we do not know, like, right. everything. And please fact check us right right right. i'm literally a musical theater major like i don't know yeah anything. yeah so this is just our personal experience the title of the podcast as you know is it's too wonderful so mm -hmm. i like to ask every guest i have on just like something about god that and i know we were talking about this like psalm 139 we were talking mm -hmm. about like last week just like something about god that is too wonderful for you to like wrap your head around or something about his character or your faith that's like honestly I don't think I'll ever fully understand this right just like the grace of God mm. like I get in my head so much um you know like literally at delight last night we are going through Ephesians 6 and mm. like putting on the armor of God and mm. um this awesome woman, her name's Gail. She like brought so much wisdom and truth to it. And one of the things that she was saying, she's like going through each of like the pieces of the armor of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And one thing that she said was like, I never really thought about it like this, like the helmet of salvation. Like you ask for the Lord to like put that on your head to guard your mind from the yeah. lies of the enemy. And like, yeah. I don't know why I just never thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. And, and I feel like, um, wait, I'm like stumbling. No, it's words. okay. That's okay. I just feel like the helmet, the helmet of salvation. And yeah. like, you know, my mind likes to play tricks on me a lot. And mm. sometimes I just can't fully grasp like why Jesus would die for me. Like, yeah. why is he giving me this grace? Like, why does he love me so much? And mm. I don't think I'll ever fully understand like why. Yeah. Like, why did he die on the cross for us? Like, mm. and I know it's because he loves us, but like, yeah. Like, so like, what does that unconditional love like really mean? Like, mm. I know it means like the actions are mm. that he died on the cross for us, for our sins. So we can live in relationship with him. But like, why? Like, <laughs> you, know? you know, but yeah, it's like, I won't really, I don't think I'll ever fully grasp, but it's like, I don't even know where in the Bible, but I know like the Bible tells us like, we won't fully understand the ways of the mm. Lord. Like we just have to. Yeah. accept it and believe and I believe in the things that Jesus has done for me even though sometimes when I get in my head I'm like mm. why like I feel like I'm so undeserving but like again that's the whole point is that yeah. like it's literally nothing I can do it's all because of what Jesus has done for us you know yeah. so but I feel so like that's good. something 
That just reminds me of, I'm going to like look it up right now because I won't be able to know off the top of my head. But it's like <laughs> First Corinthians 13 verse 4 when it's talking about love and how like love is patient, love is kind, it is not envy, it is not boast, it is not proud. And it just goes into all of these things and then it talks about like, for now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, then shall we see face to face. Now I know in part, then shall I know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. That's just like, I don't know, I think seeing through a glass darkly or like seeing through a reflection in the mirror kind of encapsulates that of like, we just can't, like, we can't know fully now. It's like, only then shall we see face to face it says now i know in part and then shall i know fully even as i am fully known so yeah. like god fully knows us right but we won't fully know right that until we're like with him in heaven. right because i feel like that's the whole point of like life like what's the point if i already mm-hmm. know god now true like, why am i constantly <laughs> yeah. trying to strive to get to know him if i knew everything now like mm. i wouldn't need to keep spending time with him like yeah and that's with every relationship like yeah. you'll never fully know that whole person there are always going to be parts that you're like learning about like uh, of all places i saw this on an instagram reel <laughs> and it was talking about like your time with the lord and like people are saying like oh like i want to get to know god more but all they do is wake up at like eight in the morning and have coffee with him. And that's mm-hmm. all they do every morning. Like if you were trying to get to know a friend, you wouldn't just have coffee with them at 8 a.m. every morning. Like you would go on walks with them. You would go on double dates. Like yeah. you would stay up all throughout the night speaking to them sometimes. Yeah. Like you spend time with them in different ways. And like mm-hmm. we should be doing the same with the Lord. Like mm-hmm. we should have those nights mm-hmm. like speaking to him, telling him everything mm-hmm. We should have those days that we're just like crying out because we're just feeling so lost and so broken, just like we would with a friend because Jesus is our friend. Like he's Mm -hmm. our savior, but he's also our friend in a similar way that we want to get to know a friend. Like we should want to get to know the Lord more. Mm, Yeah. Like we should have these different times. Like I love like the double date, like so fun. Like it's so fun to get to know the Lord more with our friends because mm. the Lord is like revealing different things to me than he is to you. And yeah. then when we come together, we share this wisdom and mm-hmm. it's also like biblical to pour out our knowledge with each other to share that faith because like the Lord is going to speak to me through me to you and yeah. he's going to speak through you to me and yeah. tell me something like yeah. he works in miraculous and mysterious ways and yeah the morning is great and I feel like we should have our time with the Lord like in the morning waking up early just like mm-hmm. Jesus did to wake up early and go to the mountainside and pray to the Lord but we should also have those moments of like crying out to him in the middle of the day going on walks with him mm-hmm. like changing it, changing it up and getting to know him in different ways, in different ways. and yeah. I feel like another thing that like this trip really taught me about that I'm still like struggling with Mm. now though is like pray without ceasing our trip in Israel was the first and really only time that I've ever like prayed without ceasing and that's like first Thessalonians 5 or 3 uh I'll look it up (laughs) let's see I think it's first Thessalonians 5 17 (laughs) 
<laughs> us like fact checking right. ourselves okay okay <laughs> okay first thessalonians 5 17 through 18 says pray without ceasing give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of god in christ jesus for you because we are going on like all these awesome adventures i was like bringing the lord with me everywhere i went but that was really the only time in my life that I've ever done that. And I still want to do that now. And like reading these questions, like made me think of that. Like last night and this morning, I was like, wow, like I was really living out like constant communication with the Lord and I'm not anymore. Like, wow. Yeah. I want to be living like that Mm. now. And it's our trip was a year ago, but like literally a year later, it's still teaching me something of like, this is the way I want to live with the Lord. Mm. Like I want to go back to that. I want to be in constant communication with him. And Mm. I even had a friend say to me like a few weeks ago, like just pray to the Lord when you're packing up your bag. Yeah. And like even that 30 seconds, one minute, like you're bringing with him, like be with me on this next part of my day. Yeah. Cause like every time you pack your bag, you're probably going to a next phase Mm. of the day. So it's like, Thank you, Lord, for whatever just happened now. Be with me mm. on this next part. And that will help that pray without yeah. ceasing, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, it just, doesn't have to be a perfect, pretty prayer. Right. Just right. Just be like, hey, God. Mm. Right. Literally like five seconds with the Lord is better than nothing. Like, yeah. Uh, I just need to be better about that. But also mm. there's so much grace in that. Like, yes. But I want to, to be better. I want to be better. And I, I want to strive for that. But. Also, like, there's so much grace with the Lord, and He's not gonna like be mad at me. Oh my gosh! Anything like that's a lie from the enemy. If you think like the Lord is gonna be mad at you, yeah, for for not spending every second of the day with Him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all it's all about like just trying to get your heart to a place of yearning for that. Like, even if everything that Abby's saying sounds like, oh my gosh, like frankly, I don't want to like stay up the whole night talking to God, right? Which like. You know, I like my sleep, so right, me too. Um, yeah. and I don't honestly like I don't I've never done that, and maybe, like maybe there'd be a situation in which I would do that, but it's like, it's not so much of like I have to stay up all night like praying. It's like, right? No, how do I orient my heart in a way that wants to always be in prayer with God? Right. You know, and He understands our limitations in that, and our shortcomings in that and he just right. loves us and he just like at the end of the day wants to yeah. spend more time with us yeah because so. like i've never done that either <laughs> but i have done it for a boy so i'm like true why why mm. am i doing that for a boy but when it comes to god i'm like never i would never do that you know yeah. but it's like the mindset but of course like like you were saying like he just wants even a second of your day mm. like he wants any part that you can give because he also knows our schedules. Like yeah. with musical theater, mm-hmm. it is not feasible for me to be staying up all night. Like I have to sing and perform. No. Like if I like I truly believe the Lord has called me to do musical theater. Well, I have to be rested and all these things. But like you're saying, it's about like the yearning and the heart posture of just like, would I be willing to sacrifice that for the Lord? Like yeah. Would I be willing to sacrifice like an hour of sleep to spend with the mm. Lord? Like, or even 10 minutes, like yeah. getting up 10 minutes earlier. Like he just wants any part of you that you're willing to give. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like an hour on your phone. Or, right. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just time. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways, I feel like we could talk about this forever. Yeah. But <laughs> thank you, Abby, so much for 
just coming here and talking with me and sharing your wisdom. <laughs> this has been so fun. Just like, I don't know, just thinking back about our time in Israel. It was so special. And I really yeah. do hope that we can both go back one day. Uh, I hope so, so too. Sweet. Together. Together. <gasps> That'd be so fun. That would be. That'd be everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe really one love. day. Okay. Thanks, love. Abby. Well, thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's Too Wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it and that this inspires you to go have similar conversations with your friends, your family, the people you love, and most importantly, with Jesus. Remember to go leave a rating and review. I really need those to get this podcast out and about. Go give us a follow on Instagram at It's Too Wonderful Pod.